Welcome, America. Fasten your seatbelts. This is The Jay Sheldon Show. Y'all don't mess with Texas. You've been warned. I love it. More winning for our side. Yep, it's like a fire hose today. Drinking from a fire hose. The news is popping all over the place since yesterday. Amazing. And the UAW, WTF, it's the leadership. It ain't the workers. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. We got that. We got lots more all coming up. We want to welcome in right off the top and a hat tip to one of our new followers. I don't make the names, folks. I just read them. Rector Town. So Rector Town, love your name. Tip of the hat. Hello. Welcome in. Good to have you along. Thank you. Thanks for following the show. really do appreciate it. It's easy to do if you have a Rumble account, which is free. You can hit that follow button down there and also the thumbs up, which really helps the algorithms. It helps people discover our show. We really do appreciate it. We're growing little bites at a time, but we're getting there. And thanks. It's all thanks to you, truly, from the bottom of my heart. I got my King shirt on tonight. <clears throat> from the bottom of my wrinkled old heart. Thank you so much. I love you guys. You're great. All right. All that and more is coming up tonight. And we got a ton. Like I said, it's it really was. It's like drinking from a fire hose, trying to put all this crap together. And it's a nightmare. One of our sponsors for this show is an American company that I hope you will get behind and support. Not only because they are all about our traditional American conservative values, but the most important reason of all is they make coffee that will knock your socks off. Folks, this coffee is the best you've ever tried. I highly personally recommend this. I drink it myself. I will never drink another cup of coffee besides blackout coffee. This stuff is insanely good. They have a small batch roasting process, and that really is a big part of the secret of what makes it different. That brown water crap beans you buy on the shelf, you don't know how long they've been there. You don't know how long ago they got roasted. With Blackout Coffee, their small batch process, when you order, only then, within 24 to 48 hours, they roast your beans Ship them out. Maybe, what, three days to get to your house? That's five days. And you've got fresh roasted beans, and that makes the difference. Be awake, not woke. Some coffee with some values. This coffee, I'm telling you, it's full-bodied, full-flavored. You know that when you get a good cup of coffee, you're just like, whoa. That's what this is. This is like, whoa. Never bitter. Always the best. And like I said, Blackout Coffee not only supports our troops, first responders, they are all about everything we stand for as conservative Americans, family, honesty, traditions, Blackout Coffee, American-owned, American-operated. They work with American farmers to source the best beans available and then put it all together into the best coffee available. Check it out. Hit the link in our website. That'll get you over to Blackout Coffee. And when you buy a bag, do yourself a favor. Just pick up one bag. You don't have to go crazy. Buy 50 bags. You can if you like. But buy a bag and try it. 
Trying it's the best sales pitch I can give you because once you've tried it, you'll be convinced. When you check out, use our promo code J20, J-A-Y-20. It's right there on the screen. J20 promo code at checkout for 20% off your first order. So not only are you supporting an American company, not only are you getting the best cup of coffee on the planet, you're getting 20% off your first order. All right, J20 is the promo code. Check that out and thank you so much to Blackout Coffee for helping to sponsor the show. We love you guys. Great to have you on board. All right, it's been all over the news. It's been everywhere. You can't turn on an outlet or look on a web link that you don't see it. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, whom we love, he released a statement outlining states' rights to constitutional self-defense when dealing with a, quote, lawless president end quote. And boy, that is what we've got. Listen to this. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. Folks, this is turning into something, to coin a phrase, revolutionary. Texas, hold the line. Arkansas, Tennessee, Missouri, Louisiana, Kansas, Utah, Nebraska, Iowa, Wyoming, where are you? Where are you in this mix? A lot of states have gotten behind Governor Abbott and he has invoked the right of self-defense. This is from the post-millennial. Where is it? Not this one. That's blackout coffee. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hang on, hang on. Here we go. All right, let's, uh, let's see if we can put that over here. No. Why? What's up with that? All right, if I still got blackout coffee there, I do. I still have blackout coffee there. All right, then let's try this one. There you go. Greg Abbott declares an invasion. By the way, did you see Tucker Carlson's post on, on uh, X? You know, everybody says the figure of 11 million illegals in this country. Oh, no. Oh, no, my friends. The real figure, according to some stats and sources, is twice that, 22 million illegals, 22 million Democrat voters, I might add, and you know that is exactly why they're doing what they're doing. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4 has triggered Article 1, Section 10. Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. Supreme Court vacated an injunction against the Biden administration cutting razor wire 
along the U.S.-Mexican border. Biden or uh, Abbott declared an invasion. This week, or earlier this week, the Supreme Court asked to hear the appeal from the Biden admin against a lower court that had ruled they were not legally entitled to remove the reinforced concertina wire that Texas put up in some odd ruling they sided with the Biden administration. But Texas isn't putting up with it. They're standing ground. They've drawn the line, and they're not letting them cross it. They've vowed to keep this border secure no matter what. Keeping illegals out of the area. Massive, massive immigration illegally into Texas. Abbott, of course, has taken to busing these people, criminals, releasing them into sanctuary cities, suffer, don't care. There's a whole statement here from Abbott, the governor of Texas. You got to check it out. I can't, it's too long. I can't read the whole thing. Besides, you get bored. But when you have a moment, read it. The link is in our show notes to this article. It is insane. But he's not putting up with it. He is not putting up with it. And good on you, Governor Abbott. Good on you. There's a, uh, there's a Twitter post, an X post. You know, I hope these things are going to come up now. Stop giving me crap all night long. Here we go. That is the actual statement in an X post from the governor. There is his statement right there. Again, I'm not going to read it on the show. It's long, but it is powerful. And take some time, not only read it, Share it out there. Let people know. It's insane. Absolutely insane. All right. I am going to try this one more time, and we'll see if it works. Probably not. Nope. As usual, not. Let's try one more time here. There are the states who have now supported Texas. And in some cases, they are sending their own National Guard to Texas to assist in what Texas is doing. Good, and yes, it's legal to do that. Montana, South Dakota, Missouri, Virginia, Georgia, Florida, Oklahoma. Where's the rest of you red states, huh? Where? Tell me. What are you waiting for? This is a lot of people, my friends. This could go south very fast. And if it's going to go south, I don't think it's going to be one of these states, particularly Texas, that fires the first shot. God forbid there should be any firing of shots at all. But in my heart of hearts, in my gut, and my gut's feelings are usually pretty spot on. If there's going to be some rogue agent that fires a shot off, I'm telling you it's going to come from the federal government. 
Because these fed boys thinks they're all that in a bag of chips. If it happens, like I said, God forbid, but if it happens, you watch. See who started it first. Here's another list. This is just updated a short while ago from Ian Jager over on X. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Still, uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, Montana Governor Greg Gianfort announced they are standing with Texas. And Greg Abbott in Texas and the federal government's bullshit so they have announced that and they're not backing down and more and more and more states are chiming in they got something to say mike johnson the ballless speaker of the house whom i have completely lost any kind of faith in at all occasionally will come out with something that makes a wee bit of sense. Here's a post on X from Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. I stand with Governor Abbott. Well, you know what? Like I said, don't fall in love with politicians. Fall in love with outcomes. What they do, not who they are. In this case, good on you, Speaker Johnson. The House will do everything in its power to back him up, he writes. The next step, holding Secretary Mayorkas accountable. Well, what the hell are you waiting for? How many months has it been and you've done squat all freaking nothing? But there he is, and good on you. Hey, credit where credit's due from the House Speaker. You know, it's more than just the Biden administration. Glenn Beck, love that guy, does a great show. If you're not following Glenn Beck, you should be. He puts it out there. He's got some rather interesting information and I put a link to this in our show notes so you can watch the whole video. I've got just a piece of it here for you. Doctors Without Borders. You've heard of it. Apparently, that Without Borders thing isn't exactly what we thought it meant. The Red Cross, another group doing everything they can to assist in this invasion of our country. They know that by handing out detailed maps in Central and South America on how to get to the U.S. border, they are basically just contributing to human trafficking. It's as simple as that allowing the cartels to make up to $2,000 per illegal, including amongst the illegals for sure are some terrorists, 
without a doubt you've seen that we played that you'll know who I am video and identified that terrorist this is a lengthy report I'm going to play the beginning of it but it is an eye opener and if you think these angels from Doctors Without Borders who don't get me wrong they do some very good work around the world but they do some very bad crap too muckraker.com recently obtained actual maps that Doctors Without Borders supplies to their illegal migrants in South America. I may have misunderstood what kind of borders those doctors were talking about, but let's take a look at this map because it shows rally and meetup points all the way down in Panama. Yeah, look at the different points going up through Costa Rica here in this great. It shows where illegals can find hotels and food the entire route. Now, doctor, who's paying for this stuff? Is Doctors Without Borders really? And if they are, who's giving them the money? I think they should spend it on bandages and eye things. Now, per their website, some of their corporate donors, you're never gonna believe it, Google, Microsoft, Bill Gates, and Bloomberg. There you go, folks, there you go. That report goes on, it's about five minutes long, well worth a watch. The link is in our show notes. Doctors Without Borders, the Red Cross, supported by these giant corporations doing nothing but assisting these illegals, including terrorists, like water, just leaking across the border and invading our country. More states, Arizona, New Mexico, California, well, California, forget it, lost cause. But you're right there too. Do follow what Texas is doing. Stand up, shut your borders. You can do it, you're authorized to do it. We covered this story from Ohio. The governor there vetoed a bill which would ban gender-affirming care and restricts transgender psychopath athletes from competing in sports they biologically don't belong in. For whatever reason, this idiot governor vetoed it, and guess what? A great win for our side. <coughs> Ohio, despite the governor's veto, has banned gender-affirming care and transgender athletes. Wow. Unbelievable. Ohio Senate, uh, Senate lawmakers have voted to override Governor DeWine's veto of House Bill 68. Best news I've heard all week. It bans gender-affirming care for minors. Look, you're past the age of consent. You want to completely screw up your body for the rest of your life, you knock yourself out. I wouldn't advise it, but hey, you do you. You're under the age of consent. You should be nowhere near a scalpel. Nowhere near drugs. Gender drugs. Gender bender drugs. It also prevents people born male, born male, and don't give me this crap liberal 
bullshit about, oh, they know in the womb, they know when they're born what gender they are. Shut up. Nobody's buying your crap. Nobody believes it. You live in your little fantasy world. Go over in the corner and leave the rest of the real people, thinking people, people with brains, people with an IQ above double digits, where we live. You just, you go live in your own little fantasy world, okay? They voted to override the governor's veto. 24 yes and 8 no's. Wow. That bill is now set to become law in 90 days. Good on you. And of course, you all saw the footage. It's out there on the news channels. All the liberals going crazy, pulling their hair out, screaming, yelling. Because, you know, it's gender-affirming care. And so all the liberals do this. <laughs> and we do this. I feel good. I feel good. And it, oh, sorry. I got a little too involved. <laughs> Enjoy it, liberals. Suffer. Don't care. You're freaks. They're sneaking up on us, America. Get ready. Remember, I keep telling you, I cover stuff from across the pond over in Europe, Asia, Southeast Asia, where I live, all kinds of different places where little by little they're taking bites. Taking little bites. Canada. South America, strangely enough, has been kind of quiet. But you know what? They're quiet about everything down there. They just kind of get on with their lives. I kind of like that idea. Anyway, the freaks of Europe have done it again. The president, I warned you, of the European Central Bank, who seems like a Bond villain right up there with Klaus Schwab, Christine Lagarde announces the launch of the EU's central bank digital currency. Here we go. The digital euro is a thing. Yep. And we're next, I promise you. The digital euro is on the move. Yesterday, the governing council of the ECB approved the opening of the preparation phase. It will be a journey, and we will walk the journey together with the legislator. No, thank you. All European institutions will be involved to make sure that Europe is equipped with the currency of the future. Cash is here to stay. You will have all options, cash and digital cash. Yeah, for now. So what does it mean for you? For consumers, it would be free and easy to use ah. everywhere in the euro area. See, there you go. It's convenient. It's easy to use. It's free. Right up until the time they shut your money off. All of that, of course, is subject to the legislative process. Cash or digital, the choice will be yours. Uh, no, it won't. We know you people. We know how you operate. We know all you're interested in is power, power over us. 
And if we still have cash and we're able to spend it for the things we want to buy, you have no power over us. You have no power here. Be gone. You shall not pass. So eventually, it may be, you know, first few months, first year, whatever. They don't care. They've got time. The day will come when the cash is gone and it's no more allowed. Because all they care about is power. Corrupt power. Bridgeport, Connecticut. What the hell? Connecticut is my home state, friends. I grew up in Cornwall, Connecticut in the northwest corner of the foothills of the Berkshires. Four seasons, covered bridges, an amazing, an amazing town, Cornwall, Connecticut. Love it over there. Anyway, thank God I didn't grow up in Bridgeport. <laughs> I told you about this yesterday. They redid their elections. And there's already allegations of voter fraud, including dead people voting, ballot applications being given out by, like, candy, and ballot harvesting. Remember Wanda the stuffer? She was a government worker in Bridgeport, Connecticut, who allegedly stuffed so many ballots, they had to redo the election. Well, they redid their election last night, and Wanda's boss, the mayor of Bridgeport, won again. <laughs> was it a clean fight? Not exactly. The battle for Bridgeport's corner office is also fresh with new allegations of fraud. This time, it's the Ganim campaign, which claims Gomes campaign operative Denise Solano, who, according to logs, pulled hundreds of absentee ballot applications, violated election law by distributing those applications to campaign workers who weren't authorized. Go and it goes on and on and on. Link is in our show notes. You want to watch the whole report? It's just a joke. Bridgeport, like I said yesterday, Bridgeport is up there with probably the most corrupt cities. I mean, you wouldn't, when you think about the big cities in the U.S., you think about, say, Chicago, New York, L.A., Houston, Dallas, uh, Jacksonville, Miami. Who the hell mentions Bridgeport? And yet this cauldron of corruption rivals any major city. Bridgeport is the, the king. Trust me, I wouldn't be surprised if they outpaced a lot of the top 10 major cities and Bridgeport ain't in that list. So it continues, they did it again. Speaking of corruption, there's a nice segue. What the hell is going on with the United Auto Workers? I think I know. If you didn't see this yet, the UAW has endorsed the rotting bag of flesh in the White House, oatmeal brains, Biden. Union job shares, by the way, are sinking to an all-time low. Oh, yeah. And the UAW supports Biden. <laughs> Sean Fain, president, UAW, announced the union's endorsement at its national conference in Washington, D.C. 
Yes, what you are thinking is exactly right. This is the corrupt, bullshit, political, backstabbing and backrubbing politics of the United Auto Workers. The real workers, the union members, they're all in for Trump. Trust me, whatever their heads say, their leaders say, they're not going to listen because they're living the life. They're watching their paychecks get smaller and smaller and smaller, and the amount of jobs they have get smaller and less and less. They pay the grocery bill that it keeps going up and up, their power bills, their water bills. They see what life is really like under this absurd, corrupt crime family administration. Doesn't matter what the UAW head has to say about who they're endorsing. They know the cause. They know that we need Trump back in that office and they will vote accordingly. I promise you. I am thoroughly not bothered by the idea that the UAW political people endorse Biden, please. It just makes it more obvious. It really, it does. You heard about the Barbie controversy? There's no good way to segue into this story, but I at least wanted to touch on it and cover it briefly. Ryan Gosling has jumped into the mix. He is slamming the Oscars after Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig got snubbed for Barbie. Are you freaking kidding me? For an Oscar for this piece of crap film? He actually received an Oscar nomination for his role as Ken in last year's film Barbie, but he also wound up criticizing the Academy for not also nominating Margot Robbie and director Greta Gerwig. Well, maybe because the Academy thought they sucked along with the movie, which sucks. Unbelievable. There's more in here. I'm not going to waste your time. Just know, even Hillary Clinton, yes, even that criminal has come out with an opinion about the Barbie controversy. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. It's from the New York Times. <coughs> no, I am not continuing to sign up. But there it is. There's a headline. Again, it's a paywall site. Please don't give money to the New York Times. Hillary Clinton on Barbie snubs. You're more than enough. Yeah, okay, Hillary. As if anyone still gives a rat's ass about what you think. Particularly when it comes to our movie choices. Oh, Hillary, 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 what have you done? All right, got one more for you. 
we've done so much shows about uh, segments about coffee. Of course, our great sponsor, Blackout Coffee, whom we love. Please do check them out. Buy yourself a bag of beans. Get yourself the best coffee and support an American company. Blackout Coffee, links in our show notes. Use our promo code J20. But this is insane. This is absolutely insane. I found this as our last little fun bit before we get on to our book. We did a story about how they're now claiming idiots, claiming climate change scam. Coffee is, is contributing to our problems. Yeah, we took care of that last night. Shut up and sit down. We really don't give a crap. Nobody's listening to you anymore. Nobody's listening to the WEF. Certainly nobody's listening to you bash our coffee. Which kind of leads me to this last little kicker story. Coffee in space. You ever wonder how? I know. I would have thought like the old over or uh, what was it, Tang? You know, they put it in some sort of pouch and they squeeze it and they drink it that way. Well, apparently not. I'm sure they probably do that in some form or another. But they designed a cup so you can actually have a cup of coffee in space. Check this out. This is from the space station. There's a little electric spoon mixing it all up. And that, this is uh, Nicole Mann. Look at that. This is a cup of coffee in zero gravity. Now check it out. Look at that. <laughs> cool or what? I just love space stuff. If it's the Webb, James Webb Telescope, found another planet or something, or whatever it might be. But this is, this is amazing. And I don't want any comments about the look of the cup, okay? It was designed for space. Grow up. Don't be a child. Look at that. <laughs> How cool. I would I would love to experience weightlessness. I'll probably never get the chance. I'm too old. But wouldn't that be a kick? That would be a kick in the ass to get to experience the weightlessness of space. And you know there's that that vomit rocket plane that does and you, you get to experience it for just a few seconds of weightlessness? Nah. There can be nothing else like actually being in space and experiencing that kind of uh, craziness. All right. Book time. You ready? I hope so, because we're going to move on to it. We are so close to the end. Treasure Island is almost done. As you know, we've read books on this show from the very beginning almost, which is a lot of shows ago, 500 some odd shows, I guess. Classic children's literature. Our whole idea behind doing this when we first started and even up till today is to encourage you to get your kids to read. You too should read more. Get your hands on a real book. And this Kindle and all that other digital tablet crap, fine. If it's the only way you can get your kids to read, give in to it. 
But if you can actually place a physical book in their hands and get them interested in these stories, their world will open up to a whole new place. Studies, by the way, have shown that when your kid reads out of an actual book, or if you are reading to them, the stuff that goes off in their brains is the same. So if you can't get your kid to crack the book and read themselves, read to them. Make it an adventure. Do voices. Enjoy it. Make it fun. We've been doing that to try and help you get started. We've done all kinds of classic children's literature, and right now we are ending up with Treasure Island. Like I said, we are quickly headed to the end of Treasure Island. We made it back to the, uh, to the stockade and found out that Captain Long John Silver apparently had taken over. And now the writer is trying to save his own skin. So let's keep going. Kill me if you please. Spare me. One thing I'll say and no more. If you spare me, bygones are bygones. And when you fellows are in court for piracy, I'll save you all I can. <coughs> it's for you to choose. <clears throat> Kill another, do yourselves no good, or spare me. Keep a witness who'll save you from the gallows. Continuing on. I stopped, for I tell you, I was out of breath. And to my wonder, not a man of them moved. But all sat staring at me like as many sheep. And while they were staring, I broke out again. And now, Mr. Silver, I said, I believe you're the best man here. And if things go to the worst, I'll take it kind of you to let the doctor know the way I took it. I'll bear that in mind, said Silver with an accent so curious that I could not for the life of me decide whether he were laughing at my request or been favorably affected by my courage. <clears throat> I'll put one to that, cried the old mahogany-faced seaman. Morgan by name, whom I'd seen in Long John's public house upon the quays of Bristol. It was him that knowed Black Dog. Well, and see here, added the sea cook. I'll put another again for that by thunder, for it was this same boy that faked the chart from Billy Bones. First and last, we've split upon Jim Hawkins. And he goes, said Organ, uh, Morgan with an oath. And he sprang up, drawing his knife as if he had been twenty. Avast there, cried Silver. Who are you, Tom Morgan? Maybe you thought you were captain here. Perhaps by the powers, but I'll teach you better. Cross me and you'll go where many a good man's gone before you, first and last. These thirty years back, some to the yard arm, shiver my sides, and some by the board, and all to feed the fishes. 
There's never a man looked me between the eyes and seen a good day afterwards. Tom Morgan, you may lay to that. Morgan paused, but a hoarse murmur rose from the others. Tom's right, said one. I stood hazing long enough from one, added another. I'll be hanged if I'll be hazed by you, John Silver. Did any of you gentlemen want to have it out with me? Said Silver, bending far forward from the position on his keg, with his pipe still glowing in his right hand. Put a name on what you're at. You ain't dumb, I reckon. Him that wants shall get it. Have I lived this many years to have a son of rum punching cock with his hat all worked with my hauser at the latter end of it? You know the way you're all gentlemen of fortune. By your account. Well, I'm ready. Take a cutlass, him that dares, and I'll see the color of his insides, crutch and all, before that pipe's empty. Not a man stirred. Not a man answered. That's your sword, is it? He added, returning the pipe to his mouth. Well, you're a gay lot to look at, anyway. Not worth much to fight, you ain't. Perhaps you can understand King George's English. I'm captain here by election. Captain here because I'm the best man by a long sea mile. You won't fight as gentlemen of fortune should, then by thunder you will obey. You may lay to it. I like that boy now. I've never seen a better boy than that. He's more than a man than any pair of rats of you in this here house. And what I say is this. Let me see him that'll lay a hand on him. That's what I say. And you may lay to it. Well, there was a long pause after this. I stood straight up against the wall my heart still going like a sledgehammer, but with a ray of hope now shining in my bosom. Silver leaned back against the wall, his arms crossed, pipe in the corner of his mouth, calm as though he'd been in church, and yet his eye kept wandering furtively, and he kept the tail of it, on his unruly followers. They, on their part, grew gradually together towards the far end of the blockhouse, and the low hiss of their whispering sounded in my ears continuously, like a stream. One after another, they'd look up, and the red light of the torch would fall for a second on their nervous faces. But it wasn't towards me it was towards silver that they turned their eyes. You seem to have a lot to say, remarked silver, spitting far into the air. Pipe up, let me hear it, or lay to. Ask your pardon, sir, returned one of the men. 
You're pretty free with some of the rules. Maybe you'll kindly keep an eye upon the rest. This crew's dissatisfied. This crew don't valley bullying a Martin Spike. This crew has its rights, like other crews. I'll make so free as that. By your own rules, I take it we can talk together. I ask your pardon, sir, acknowledging you for being captain at this present. But I claim my right and steps outside for a council. And with an elaborate sea salute, this fellow, a long, ill-looking, yellow-eyed man of 50-30, stepped coolly towards the door and disappeared out of the house. One after another, the rest followed, each making a salute as he passed, each adding some apology. According to the rules, said one, Foxel's counsel, said Morgan, and so with one remark or another, all marched out and left Silver and me alone with the torch. <coughs> the sea cook instantly removed his pipe. Now you look here, Jim Hawkins, he said in a steady whisper that was no more than audible. You're within a half a plank of death. What's a long sight worse? Torture. They're gonna throw me off. But you, Mark, I stand by you through thick and thin. I didn't mean to. No, not till you spoke up. I was about desperate to lose that much blunt and be hanged into the bargain. But I see you was the right sort. I says to myself, you stand by Hawkins, John, and Hawkins will stand by you. You're his last card. And by the living thunder, John, he's yours. Back to back, says I. You save your witnesses, and he'll save your neck. I began to dimly understand. You mean all's lost, I asked. I by gum I do, he answered. Ship's gone, neck's gone, that's the size of it. Once I looked into that bay, Jim Hawkins, and seen no schooner, well, I'm tough. But I gave out. As for that lot and their council, mark me, they're outright fools and cowards. I'll save your life, if so can be as I can from them, but you see here, Jim, Tit for tat, you saved Long John from swinging. I was bewildered. It seemed a thing so hopeless, he was asking. He, the old buccaneer, the ringleader throughout. What I can do, that I'll do, I said. It's a bargain, cried Long John. You speak up, Plucky, and by a thunder I've a chance. He hobbled to the torch, where it stood propped up among the firewood, took a fresh light to his pipe. Understand me, Jim, he said, returning. I've got a head on my shoulders, I have. I'm on Squire's side now. I know you've got that ship safe somewheres. How you done it, 
I don't know, but safe it is. I guess Hans and O'Brien turned soft. Yeah, never much believed in them, neither. Now you mark me, I ask no questions, nor I won't let others. I know when a game's up I do, and I know a lad that's staunch. Ah, you that's young, you, you and me might have done a power of good together. He drew some cognac from a cask into a tin cannigan. Will you taste, messmate? he asked when I'd refused. Well, I'll drain myself, Jim, said he. I need a caulker, for there's trouble on hand. And talking of trouble, why did that doctor give me the chart, Jim? My face expressed a wonder so unaffected that he saw the needlessness of any further questions. Ah, well, he did, though, said he. There's something under that, no doubt. Something surely under that, Jim. Good or bad. And he took another swallow of the brandy, shaking his great fair head like a man who looks forward to the worst. And that's the end of that chapter. We've got chapter 29. Wow, coming up, that chapter is called The Black Spot again. And we will continue with that tomorrow on the show. Treasure Island, Robert Louis Stevenson. What a great book. <laughs> All right, folks, thank you so much for popping by and sticking with us. We really appreciate it. We appreciate your follows, too. It's free. Just sign up for a free Rumble account. Hit the thumbs up right down there. Hit the follow button, and you are good to go. We appreciate it. We'll give you a tip of the hat on our next show. Enjoy it, and I will see you all again. Oh, let's do it tomorrow, shall we? You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching. Snort. <laughs>